0: review show I am your host reviewer Rob coming to you with all kinds of fun stuff to talk about this week man we have the Marvels that released last week so I'm gonna give you my spoiler free thoughts on that film as well get some other things going on news-wise. the strike has finally ended we get to talk about that I'll talk about that at the end of the episode there's a lot of information there but so thankful the strike has ended what else is going on around Marvel we're gonna talk that you'll get your mandatory horror NDC news on this week's episode as well as anything else I can find to talk about man so I appreciate you joining in to the show let's go ahead and get jumped in here man uh again the movie we're gonna be talking about this week is the marvels it is rated pg-13 for brief language action and violence Uh, the movie is an action adventure running in at one hour and 45 minutes and is currently in theaters synopsis goes as carol danvers aka captain marvel has reclaimed her identity from the tyrannical kree and taken revenge on the supreme intelligence but unintended consequences see carol shouldering the burden of a destabilized universe when her duties sent her to an anonymous wormhole linked to a Cree revolutionary her powers become entangled with that of jersey city superfan kamala khan aka miss marvel and carol's niece now um, S-A-B-E-R astronaut Captain Monica Rambo. Together, this unlikely trio must team up and learn to work in concert. Or con- concert. Yeah, whatever. To save the universe as the Marvels. Rotten Tomatoes has a critic score of 62%, while the audience score is sitting in at 84%. IMDb has it at 6.2 out of 10. And I tell you those things because, again, everybody has multiple different thoughts on films. So... While I mention that, let's go ahead and jump into what were my thoughts on the Marvel's film. Now, going into the movie, I decided to go back and watch the first Captain Marvel movie because I haven't seen it since I saw it in theaters when it released uh, a number of years ago. Uh, so got reacquainted with that movie just to get reassociated with um, Captain Marvel. I think the last time we saw her was in game, if I'm correct. I might not be, because get your bingo cards ready. Not a Marvel guy. <laughs> um, but I believe that was the last time we saw um so I watched that. I planned on watching Miss Marvel. Ran out of time, so I didn't get to watch that show. So that was one of the main things going into this movie. I didn't really know anything about Miss Marvel. We'll get back to that uh, later on as we're talking. So uh, the Marvels overall, as I said in synopsis, there the trio um, can share powers, but uh, it's. Um, a hindrance to them because when they one uses their powers or they use their powers at the same time, they end up swapping places. Right. Um, so, uh, it ends up being a kind of funny embark and funny, try to figure out how they're going to get back and forth and figure out how to stop that from working. So that's kind of what we're dealing with here as well. You know, we have a, another tyrannical villain, right? So the trio has to figure out how to get their powers to work correctly. They have to work as a team finally, because, uh miss marvel has not really worked or not miss marvel captain marvel has not really worked uh team wise well um, she of course was at endgame and helped out all this stuff but she hasn't really been a part of a team it's mostly just been her by herself and you can say nick fury's been there to help her out a little bit as well uh those two have kind of been a team but for the most part she's worked by herself so that's something new she had to learn how to deal uh, with working with monica rambo and miss marvel in this film um so overall after watching the first Captain Marvel movie going into this one I'm going to say I enjoyed this one more um, I do like this one a lot more even though the first movie did have a Kevin Smith um, shout out in it and all that stuff you know me I'm a Kevin Smith guy but um I i, I, I really enjoyed this movie I thought it was you know a solid action adventure film um, I think there's a good reintroduction to Captain Marvel um, from what we've seen she's not as um, I don't think moody is the word, but you know how she kind of was in that first movie. She's kind of stoic and all this stuff. She cracks some jokes every now and then, and there's some funny stuff in the first movie. But uh, comedy is definitely more in this film. Um, the action's good. The story works out pretty well. I'm not going to say it's a fantastic or great story by any means, but it works good enough to get you to the point that you need to get to. It is a, I, I say, a pretty well put together film and a pretty quick movie. Uh, the film is an hour and 45 minutes, which surprised me going to the theaters because I'm kind of used to... You know, superhero movies in general is what, let alone um, the Marvel films at least being two hours or more, right? Um, so, I mean, what were the other films that came out this year? I believe they were over two hours as well. Yeah, doing a quick search. Man of the Lost was over two hours, so, um, which I enjoyed this movie more than that one as well. But I, I, I liked it. I liked what they did. I like um, Brie in this film. You know, again, more acquainted to her as the character and learning, uh, more about the character itself. Because again, not a Marvel guy, but learning more about that character and seeing everything. I liked her performance in the film. Mike um, Rambo is awesome. She's always been pretty cool. And um, this is my again, like I mentioned earlier, this is my first introduction to Miss Marvel, who I. Miss freaking said was in um Dr Strange 2 she was not that was that was America Chavez that was not Miss Marvel Kamala Khan um I messed that up because again not a Marvel guy but um, uh, this is my first introduction to her which is kind of one of the things I ran into with this movie is I I guess she's a teen is what I'm assuming um from her character is is supposed to be a teen character or a young young adult um, who is in love with Captain Marvel, which is fine. You're allowed to be a fan of what you want to be a fan of. And she's like over the top. Anytime she's around Captain Marvel, because obviously you're meeting your hero, right? And she's over the top with that. And I've noticed, i seen some people complaining about that in the film. Again, I didn't see Miss Marvel. I don't know how she was in that show, uh, from the trailers, um, that I did see of Miss Marvel kind of seems like the same character in this movie. Um, so I didn't know much about her powers or much about her character or her association with everything. But, um, did hate her. I had to get used to her, to be honest with you, because I did feel it kind of over the top. She screams a lot in the movie, because she's freaking out. So there's, there's some things I had to get used to with her, but, you know, not enough to be like, oh, it ruined the movie or anything like that. It's just, I, you know, trying to get learned who the character is. Um, but I thought she was good. And freaking our villain in this movie, awesome. Uh, I didn't catch the name of the villain in the movie. Uh, I saw this with my buddy. Neither one of us caught the name of the villain in the movie. So if they said in the movie, completely missed it. But um, looking here in the casting, the uh, villain's name is D- Darbin, Darbin, uh, if you will, uh, played by Zowie Ashen, who is married, I believe, to... I, I know she's in a relationship with Tom Hiddleston, who, of course, plays Loki. So a Marvel couple there. But uh, she was awesome. I liked her. I thought she was great. She was menacing. She had this... this, this thing that a villain should have like she wants what she wants she's going after it hell be it whatever stands in her way she's gonna knock it down to get what she feels is right right that's what villains do man to us uh, to a lot of heroes the villains doing something bad but to the villain it makes perfect sense to them right and she's trying to do the right thing in her eyes again can't spoil stuff on the show so I'm going around to talk about what she does there maybe we will have a spoiler talk on the me podcast network uh within a week or so maybe hopefully but um I liked her. I thought she was awesome. Yeah, I thought, yeah, I thought she was really good. So, overall, movie, I thought was solid. I enjoyed it. I think it's, you know, middle tier of the Marvel films. I I don't think it's spectacular by any means, but I've enjoyed it a lot more than other Marvel movies. I mean, uh, looking at the films that they've released this year, nothing's going to top Guardians of the Galaxy uh, from the other Marvel films that have come out. Let's just be honest here. Uh, But I far enjoyed this movie far more than um ant-man and the wasp quantum mania excuse me got the hiccups while talking there but um i did enjoy it i liked what they did i would gladly watch this movie again to be honest with you i liked um, the way the characters worked off each other i like what they're building um here uh speaking of pay attention uh, to the credits there is one credit scene it's a mid credit scene but it is freaking huge dude hopefully that has not been spoiled for you on the internet because it is everywhere but it is let me tell you when I saw that thing I'm like holy crap and I've got so many questions so again hopefully we do the spoiler talk later on the throw me Podcast network because I want to talk about this stuff I got questions man but overall I thought the Marvels was enjoyable I, you know I'm not doing I don't know how I don't have Marvel movies ranked so I don't I can't tell you where exactly I would put that movie but Middle tier seems about right. Um, I, I think what they did was good. I liked what they did with the film. Um, and we'll see. You know, they're setting up some interesting things for the future. So, uh, overall, the Marvel is not worth the hate that is getting online by any means. It's again just people mad that girls are starring in the film. I guess. Um, but uh, I mean, we've seen it across the board with uh, superhero films. They've kind of been down this year. This movie has opened at the lowest. Uh, supposedly box office for a Marvel film from what I've seen headline wise so uh, you know it is what it is what can you do I enjoyed this movie so much more than a lot of Marvel films that had higher Rotten Tomato scores and higher box offices so that's my overall thoughts on the film man let me know what you thought in the comments but I enjoyed it Stay tuned. I'm pretty sure we're going to do another talk on this movie on the Throw Me Podcast Network, because, again, there's stuff to talk about with this movie. Uh, Let's stay in the Marvel realm real quick before jumping into our mandatory news talks. Uh, First off, the Walt Disney Company, who, of course, owns um, the Marvels, which actually reminds me of something else to talk about with the Marvels. Um, Like I said, I thought this movie was pretty solid um there there was a moment in the film where i'm like oh this is oh yes this is owned by disney and if you've seen the movie you will know exactly what i'm talking about here um and again it's probably me hopefully this will be something we talk about on that um the spoiler talk that we do later but there's a moment where i was like and you know it gets ridiculous and i think marvel movies have done that before where it gets a little over the top and ridiculous at certain points and this was one of those points where i'm like oh this is 100 percent a disney thing Which not bad. I don't dislike Disney. I like Disney. um, A good deal, but I I don't. I was like, oh yeah, this is owned by Disney. (laughs) Like this is what you would expect in a live-action Disney film. So very Disney moment there. But nonetheless, going back to where I was at, the Walt Disney Company has announced new dates for the upcoming uh, Marvel films, expected to release in 2024 and 2025. Um, Those are four movies on the way. That is the untitled Deadpool film. Uh, It is dated. It was previously dated for may 3rd 2024 it is now uh july 26 2024 uh, which was captain america brave new worlds release date that is now moving to 2/14, so february 14th 2025 that movie's gonna be a freaking valentine's day movie all right (laughs) you know i already love captain america be spending got myself valentine's date ready for 2025 to be hanging out with captain america But the interesting thing, other than me taking myself out to a Valentine's Day, is that Deadpool will be the only Marvel movie releasing in 2024. When was the last time that happened? That they only released one movie in a year? Do we have to go back to like the beginning of the Marvel times with like Iron Man and all that? Did they even do it back then? I don't know. Again, not a Marvel guy. Hopefully you got your bingo cards ready because I've said it multiple times already on this episode. But um, that's surprising. You know, it's the only movie I'm releasing this year. And if I'm correct, I think DC only has one movie releasing in 2024 as well. And it's uh, the Creature Commando film. Double check that for you while we're on here. So yeah, Creature Commando is a series that they have planned that is expected to release in 2024. I don't see an official release date for that yet. But we do have DCU Adjacent, or also known as DC elseworlds um film releasing next year with joker 2 for ladu. um i don't know if i said that right but it's fun to say it like that uh so we do have the joker film coming out next year um and trying to figure out when creature commandos I, i assume it is next year but um i don't know off the top of my head so yeah, all, everything I'm saying for Creature Commando's TV series, it will be released on Max in 2024. So, um, And they've already did most of that work, if I remember correctly from James Gunn uh, mentioning that. So that should still be on track to release in 2024, as well as Joker. So one Marvel film next year at the moment and I don't know if there's a Marvel show next year, but um, yeah, what an interesting time to live in. But I enjoy it, man. Give it, yeah, content is great, but don't oversaturate the market. I think that's kind of what uh, we've seen Both sides run into as well as Star Wars. Kind of a little bit of too much of uh, the content. Um, So we'll see what happens there. Um, Other just weird rumor in Marvel before we jump over to other news. Uh, Rumor has come out that Jake Gyllenhaal is reportedly being considered by Marvel Studios for the role of Reed Richards in the Fantastic Four film. Hall is the latest name to join. Um, Adam Driver, he's been rumored. Ben Badgley's been rumored. Matt Smith has been rumored. Dave Patel has been rumored. Um, and now Hall. And the interesting part in, about this is the fact that Hall has already been in the MCU as Mysterio uh, in the 2019 Spider-Man film uh, Far From Home. So it's not unlikely they've had other actors in the franchise play different characters, or in the MCU play different characters, so it's not unlikely for something like that to happen, but uh, this is big role here, right? And um, I don't know why they don't just keep Dude Man from The Office, um, Blanking on his name, Krasinski. Um, but I do understand Marvel's doing this thing with different Earths and different, you know, multiverses and all that stuff, so... Multiverses, multi... Yeah. Um, so... If they do that, I mean Jake Gyllenhaal is a talented actor, sure, but how funny would it be if he and Spider-Man run into each other? Fantastic Four and Spider-Man have a history, from what I understand from the comics, and playing like the Spider-Man game and seeing like Spider-Man in like a Fantastic Four uh, suit option for you. Um, not the new Spider-Man games, the old Spider-Man games. I haven't played the new Spider-Man games. Um, I played the other one, but I don't know if that suit was in there or not. But so all I care about is Amazing Spider-Man. Anyways. What a weird idea that would be, and how crazy would that be if, you know, they do run into each other later? Well, Spider-Man still thinks it's Mysterio, just taking on another role and using his magic powers and all that stuff to, or his uh, persuasion powers, or whatever you want to call it, to make it seem like he's somebody else, and it's Mysterio, and those two have go head-to-head. Who knows, dude? Who freaking knows? But anything is seemingly possible. and We'll just have to wait and see how it all works out. Um, of course, now that the strike is over, we've gotten a lot more stuff happening with movie news, like movie release dates, um, casting news, and all that stuff happening. So uh, there maybe should be some new news um, around the both, both companies as soon as possible um let's see so that was all i had for the marvel stuff if i thought not fitting to throw it in there after we got talked uh, done talking about the marvels going for marvel let's go ahead and talk about dc real quick uh, blue beetle will be making its way to max on november 17th that is uh, this week all right a couple days actually so that's cool excited to see that movie again i enjoyed that if you want to check out my full review i did that um when that movie came out so uh you can check that out as well as other previous episodes of the show um But yeah, I'm excited to watch that movie again. I did enjoy that one. Uh, A couple Superman news articles real quick. Uh, Superman Legacy is still on track to release. James Gunn has confirmed that. Uh, And if you follow my uh, show, the Review at Rob Show on Instagram, I did put up uh, the post as well, uh, letting you know the release date is still the same for Superman Legacy. So that's good to know. That is uh, 2025 when that movie comes out. And then other thing that happened with Superman this week is that we've got a a photo that was released um, years later of Josh Hartnett wearing the costume for Man of Steel. Uh, and this is because Josh Hartnett was going to play Superman in a film called Superman Flyby. Uh, a number of years ago, he was in there, he was wearing the suit for Man of Steel. Uh, the script was being written by J.J. Abrams. Uh, Brett Radner was going to direct it. Uh, even Christopher Reeve was there to uh, serve as a project consultant. But Ratner left the film. Um, I'm leaving, brought in Brian Singer to take over, and that film was turned into Superman Returns, which came out in 2006. So, didn't get the chance to see Josh Hartnett play the role live, kind of um, Nicolas Cage style back in the day, Um, but photos out there, man, I will have that photo up on my um, Instagram page as well. For you to check out um, because I'm, I'm doing more stuff over there on the instagram um you know i mostly just share when my show comes out <laughs> but or when i'm seeing a movie a traditional movie photo uh but i kind of want to share more stuff and i talk dc news and horror stuff on the show and i feel like it'd be cool to do that stuff anniversary talks you know child's play and child's play 2 both released on the same day and had an anniversary last week so that's cool see the chucky just had an anniversary as well so doing the fun stuff like that on the instagram man so please go check that out as well as the throw me podcast networks instagram we've got fun stuff going on there and on our youtube man so all that stuff we got a brand new show coming uh with throw me weekly fantastic show i got to see the um the preview episode of that. And it's going to be a fun time, man. So I'll uh, be on the lookout for that as well as all of the fun stuff, man. If you hit that um, subscribe to through Me podcast network, we would all gladly appreciate it. Uh, so that's, what's going on in DC is blue beetles hitting, uh, max this week and, uh, Superman stuff, man, uh, going from there to horror, mentioned Chucky, a moment ago, Chucky has joined at the dead by daylight video game. Uh, this is a multiplayer video game where you can either play the killer or, uh, um survivors i guess is what you call them trying to survive in a certain world where horror villains are coming to get you uh freddy krueger's been on it i think leatherface has been on it um uh, it was freddy krueger from the remake so a lot of people are kind of on that believe ghostface is on it um michael myers i believe is on it as well i have not personally played dead by daylight but um chucky is my boy that is my horror icon i love chucky to death and um very tempted. Like I've been hoping for some kind of Chucky video game for the longest time. Yeah, I'm a more of a story-based game kind of person, so I would prefer that kind of horror game. I don't. I didn't have the best time Friday the 13th. To be honest with you, I have not played Texas Chainsaw Massacre or Evil Dead. Very interested in the Killer Clowns game. I will definitely be getting that to check that out and see how that works out. But this is this looks cool. They released a trailer for it. it looks freaking fantabulously awesome. So I would be interested in playing that for sure. It releases fully on November 28th. I believe there's some promo um, deals going on where they're playing. Uh, promo deals is not the right word, but I've seen some gameplay that people have released. Um, early access is what I'm looking for. uh There's been some early access for the game, so. It looks awesome. It looks fun. Uh, and just the idea of being able to play as Chucky would be great. I would never play against Chucky. Like, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> you know, that that wouldn't happen. I would be Chucky the whole time, just running around, slicing, dicing, killing folks. Man, that'd be awesome as Chucky. Yeah. So, might have to get me some Dead by Daylight. I have to look into that. Now, let's see. A new documentary titled Hollywood Trailblazer. The Deborah Hill Story is heading into production with Jamie Lee Curtis set to executive produce uh deborah hill if you do not know is part of horror history and uh, she's dubbed the godmother of filmmaking um not only contributed to beloved horror classics such as producer and co-writer of halloween and the fog but was also a um, constant champion for emerging talent uh if you didn't if you Probably seen if you've watched Halloween, especially recently during 31 Days of Halloween, the original Halloween film that released. It says introducing Jamie Lee Curtis and Deborah Hill was part of that, man. So uh, the documentary is going to shine a light on her prolific career which he definitely deserves people who've fallen in love with deborah hill recently I've seen shirts um they say deborah hill production all that stuff that people like to wear so that's cool uh interviews will of course have jamie lee curtis in there you'll have john carpenter uh david gordon green will be there uh they're working with deborah deborah's brother bob hill on the production as well as well as multiple uh, other interviews that'll be a part of this thing man so that's really cool i can't wait to check that out hopefully it hits like a Shutter or uh, screen Screenbox has been getting documentaries a lot as well so um either one would be fine with me because i get both but uh, uh that's cool man definitely deserved for her uh, other streaming service here netflix they are getting back to fear street this has been rumored for quite some time and the latest news to come out is that uh, netflix is still in the works on a fourth fear street film and this is positive news coming out of um last week uh, netflix's scott stuber who's head of netflix film said quote obviously there's a lot of books there's one standalone that we're working on right now that we're once again trying to get the script right but i like it very much and so does the team so i feel like it can i feel like if we can get that script right there would be a great kind of extension of that franchise end quote why not man those other three movies worked out very well this is making me want to watch those movies again um i enjoyed all three of them i know for certain people have like their favorites of each i don't remember which one was mine but um i did enjoy all three of them and i do need to go back and watch them so yeah stay in the Fear street business love that rl stein is still kicking out the jams like goosebumps is one of my early introductions to spooky horror stuff when i was a kid growing up so uh, be at the books or the tv show and all that so it's nice to see rl stein still out there you yeah, the new goosebumps series that came out recently with justin long in it um And, you know, now the Fear Street stuff seems to be kicking around still. So, man, that's cool. That's fun news. I'm glad. I'm excited. They're still working on those things. So um, be on the lookout for a new Fear Street film. I'll keep you posted when we get more news on that. Um, Another movie that is on the way that we fully know is happening is in the Ghostbusters universe. We have an official title for the Ghostbusters movie as well as a teaser trailer officially released. Ghostbusters Frozen Empire is the name of the film and that teaser trailer has been released. You can check out, as I mentioned, the Me Pockets Network earlier, Zach from Haunters Pod and multiple other shows on the network uh, did a trailer reaction for the teaser trailer. So go check that out. Um, the film is set to release March 29th of next year. Uh, my quick thoughts on the trailer thought it was awesome i liked it it fits the ghostbuster vibes but also like something we've never seen before in my opinion um it looks really awesome it, it looks spooky i'm glad we got a lot of the same cast back uh, we've got our three original ghostbusters there with uh, ackroyd uh, bill murray and, uh, ernie hudson annie potts is back um keep losing my voice um uh, Paul Rudd is back. McKenna Grace is back. Finn Wolfhard is back. Uh, Most of the cast from the last movie is back. Um, That should be back. So a quick thing: McKenna Grace, future talent as well. Holy crap! (laughs) Holy crap! She's been in a lot of stuff. She was in that Captain Marvel movie. Um, She was in Annabelle Comes Home. Uh, as well as many other things that she's been a part of like again she and Janet ortega are the future <laughs> um so yes ghostbusters frozen empire teaser trailer out now go check that out man um let's see stranger things day also happens this is the last time we talked and they gave us a little bit of a teaser for the next season again things are starting to move over there now that the writer strike and actor strike is over uh, they've already called david harbour as soon as david harbour talked about that who plays hopper on the show he talked about um as soon as like 30 minutes after the strike ended he got a call like, all right, we got a plane booked for you on Monday. You're ready to come on out and start shooting, so they're getting that going. Uh, Millie Bobby Browns talked about being ready to end the franchise, which I'm not a personal fan of that kind of thing. Like, I think if you're blessed enough to have a character, uh, you should be hope to play it for as long as possible. But maybe I'm weird, I don't know. But um, nonetheless, Stranger Things Day, like I said, we got a tease uh, uh, for the opening. Of the season so the stranger things team over there on their social media shared a photo of the script for the opening of season five it says season five chapter one scene one uh says darkness the sound of cold wind groaning trees and dot 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 a child's voice singing a familiar song and it ends there that's the end of the of what we see on that photo um speculation however you want uh to me when i see child's voice singing a familiar song i'm thinking um season 1 with should i stay or should i go now i uh, if you remember will sang that song um jonathan jonathan taught will that song and then will sang that song and we heard him singing it um so that would be my guess on what the familiar song is i don't i don't know why it would be never ending story not against it <laughs> but I, I don't think it'd be never ending story it should not be master of puppets um unless there's like a tease of eddie returning there at the beginning i don't know but eddie played guitar i don't think he's saying um but I, I i'm leaning more towards the should i stay or should i go now that, that would be cool to me as a fan of the show and you know going back to the original um, the first season, that'd be really cool if they brought that back in my opinion. So hopefully that's the, that's the familiar song. Um, let's see. Last thing to talk about here in spooky horror realm is that Terminator, a sci-fi horror film, if you will, um, is getting an anime series. It's called Terminator the Anime Series. Um, and they debuted the, the, uh, first look teaser, uh, for that anime during Geeked Week, uh, that also got some other stuff during Geek Week, as well as the Rebel Moon trailer. Zack Snyder's next film. It'll be hitting Netflix. Looks awesome. Um, looks awesome. Star Wars um, vibes there. Uh, is Zack Snyder Star Wars, what a lot of people have said. Um, but yeah, that's happening. But uh, Terminator, the anime series, is happening. It's coming to Netflix as well. Um, you can check out that teaser that was debuted. Uh, the show will be an eight episode series, uh, part of the Terminator universe, but will center around new characters i'm not an anime guy um i haven't watched most the only one i've really watched ever is death note i watched some dragon ball z but i've never gotten into anime like other people have but just seeing some of this looks kind of cool right looks kind of kind of interesting so maybe i'll end up checking that out um we'll see we'll have to wait and see how that all goes but could be a thing man Alright, let's see, and that's it for horror news, so you got your mandatory DC in horror news there, now we're going to jump into a couple of things in other um, other realm here, uh, first one being that Anthony Starr who plays Homelander on the boys uh, has confirmed via Instagram comment that he is not voicing Homelander in Mortal Kombat 1 which is wild, man, why is that happening, you know, why is he all of a sudden not voicing a character seems weird, um, but uh, especially after we saw J.K. Simmons is voicing um, Omni-Man. It uh, makes me wonder if John Cena is voicing Peacemaker, which I assume John Cena is. Um, but yeah, what a weird, weird thing. Um, I have not seen The Boys as well, but I know who Homelander is. I've seen clips of it, and I've heard The Boys is good. I just have not tapped into that show. Um, but yeah, weird. And of course, the main thing to talk about here movie-wise is... The actor strike has officially ended. After 118 days, a deal has been reached with the studios to end the strike, uh, where the total package is valued at more than one billion dollars in new wages and benefit plan funding. Um, this is huge. So thankful that it has finally ended for those who um, needed work. Man, we're getting close to the holiday season, right? we're in it basically. And you know, some people not being trying to worry about if they'll even have a home you know, because not every, you know, some of the actors, you know, Tom Cruise was going to be worried by this, you know, strike or anything like that. But there are some actors who were just starting out and starting to build a career and, you know, the strike happened and they were not able to work for a while. So good thing is the writer's strike and actor strike is uh, ended and they are now moving towards uh, the future. So Uh, The agreement includes an unprecedented wage pattern with two wage increases in the first year of the contract. So 7% upon ratification and another 4% increase effective July 2024, making a first year increase of 11.28%. There will be another 3.5% increase in 2025. Package breaks the so-called industry pattern. Uh, A lot of numbers. I don't want to go over a bunch of numbers with you all here. I'm trying to pick and choose what I can um, talk about here real quick. Wages for background actors will increase um, 11%. I was a background actor in the Rice's Gym Zone, so that's good to know if I ever do that again. Um, Ah, Here we go, streaming, because this was one of the big um, things of topic that they were fighting for. So the union has achieve the creation of a new compensation stream for performers working in streaming it provides a substantial bonus on top of existing residual structures and making work and streaming more sustainable for middle-class actors. The majority of that compensation will be paid to actors on programs, meeting certain viewership requirements. The remaining money will be distributed to other actors working on those streaming platforms through a new jointly trusted disparate, distribution fund. Uh, this ensures improved compensation and sustain- sustainability for a wider range of actors contributing to the success of these platforms. The agreement also adds fixed residuals for stunt coordinators working on television and new media production. So good. Uh, actors have kind of been being screwed over with streaming. Uh, from what I understand, like the uh, streaming have uh, to get paid it's like has to be like the top ten or has to be something that is garnering attention it can't be just a show that's kind of just on the streaming service right it's got to be something that people are watching and bringing a lot of attention and eyes and stuff like i think suits is bringing a lot of people to netflix or something like that um let's see uh there's important gains for hair and makeup um the sharing of diversity statistics eliminating uh inappropriate wiggings and paint downs, gender neutral language, access to gender affirming care, and translation services. It also provides um, sexual harassment prevention protections for performance, including the use of intimacy coordinators and scenes. So yeah, there's something else they've been fighting for as well. Uh, Uh, Protections for the casting process have been established, including provisions Specifying that breakdown size and or scripts shall be provided no less than 48 hours prior to this uh, mission deadline, including weekends and holidays. So, yeah, there, there's, there's good things that they have done here to make um, what they needed. I'm trying to find the AI part because that was a big issue as well. All right, here we go. Uh, so studios will have to provide informed consent for the creation of any kind of digital, digital replica, of a performer or background actor with specific description of the intended use. The union officials have said compensation for the replica will vary. Notably, the contract also protects background performers from any use of their digital replica without their consent. Uh, negotiations over using AI to create synthetic performers continued down to the wire union leadership said studios will have to gain consent from any actors whose facial features are used for AI performer studios have to inform actors they're using AI and the union can bargain over compensation for those affected by it so good man screw AI AI is ridiculous when used that way of course so uh, the deal with the Writers Guild also includes assurances that AI cannot write or rewrite literary material and require AI-generated materials to be disclosed to writers. Um, the president of the Actors Union said, quote, we've got everything we wanted with the AI protections, which was key. Plus, we're going to be meeting with AMPTP, the Entertainment industry's Bargaining Unit, twice a year. To make sure that our finger remains on the pulse of the process and also to align ourselves on the same side with a regard to federal regulations and protections against the privacy so good um piracy so that's good um everything's good there so yeah we've hit everything so man good thing they've got what they needed so glad that ai freaking got shot down um there that's ridiculous that i was ever in a uh, belief or thing that they wanted to do it's just unbelievable so thankfully the strikes have ended hopefully i didn't bore you with the numbers there but um news is news man and that's big news in the movie realm so glad to see that happening glad to see people are getting back to work glad to know i have more news to talk about <laughs> you know um in the coming days. So that's fun stuff, man. Hope you enjoyed this episode. That'll be it this week. The Marvels again is in theaters. Go check it out. Don't listen to the haters. Um, And then be on the lookout and follow, please follow, like, subscribe, share uh, the throw me podcast network and on our YouTube and Instagrams to be on the lookout for, um, I'm, I believe we're doing a, a spoiler episode of the marvels because we got stuff to talk about with that movie, man. Um, so stay on the lookout for that. I uh, appreciate you taking in the tap, taking in the show and taking your time to listen to the show. <laughs> Jeez. Um, it's always great to know that people are interested in this show because I love doing the show. Just a movie fan talking about movie stuff, man. So glad you are here and enjoying the show as much as I enjoy putting this show together and doing this show. So appreciate you all. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you have a wonderful rest of the day, week, month, year. Um, and as always, i like to end the episode with um, some positivity, here, man. So thank you again for joining into the show. And uh, remember that happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if only one remembers eternal delight. Talk to you all next episode.